0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that flips through the pages of the past to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Luzier and in this episode, we're looking at the day when a kind-hearted bear from deepest, darkest Peru made his first appearance on bookstore shelves. The day was October 13th, 1958. A marmalade-loving bear cub appeared for the first time when A Bear Called Paddington was published. The book was written by Michael Bond and featured warm, detailed illustrations by Peggy Fortnum. Paddington Bear... Or PB for short, quickly became one of the most beloved and best known characters in all of literature, children's or otherwise. As for the man behind the bear, Michael Bond was born in Berkshire, England in 1926. During the Second World War, he served in both the Royal Air Force and the British Army, and it was during his time in the Army that he began to write short stories. He was good at it, too. In 1945, he sold his very first short story to a magazine for seven guineas. That was quite a payday, the equivalent of over 300 pounds, or $400 today. After the war, Bond continued to write short stories and plays, and also began working as a television cameraman for the BBC. Years later, while searching for last-minute gifts on Christmas Eve in 1956, Bond came across a small toy bear. It was sitting alone on a shelf in a London department store near the Paddington Railway Station. He took pity on the bear and decided to bring it home as a present for his wife Brenda. A few days later, Bond noticed the stuffed bear on the mantelpiece and inspiration struck. He borrowed the name Paddington from the nearby station and began to write a story about a little bear who turned up there after traveling from darkest Peru. Bond later spoke about this pivotal moment, saying, When I wrote those few words, I had no idea quite what a change they would eventually make to my life. It was really a case of putting something down on paper to get my brain working that morning. But what began as an exercise soon became a favorite pastime, with Bond writing story after story for his own amusement. After a while, he realized children might like his stories too. So, just two years after meeting Paddington himself, Bond introduced the bear to the world in a collection of eight short stories, the first of many more to come. In the book's opening story, the Brown family discovers a small Peruvian bear sitting on his suitcase at Paddington Station. Upon closer inspection, they find a label around his neck that reads, Please look after this bear. The bear, who quite helpfully speaks English, tells the Brown family that he traveled to Britain from his home in darkest Peru by stowing away in a lifeboat. He had come all that way because his Aunt Lucy recently went to live in a home for retired bears, and she had hoped that a kind-hearted family in London might look after the cub in her place. The Brown family, much like the Bond family, takes pity on the little bear, who had made the long journey with just a jar of homemade marmalade to sustain him. So the family grants Aunt Lucy's wish and brings the hapless bear home to live with them. He tells the Browns that although he has a Peruvian name, which readers later learn is Pastuso, no one in London would be able to understand it, so the family decides to call him Paddington after the station where they found him. During the war, Michael Bond's early writing had helped him cope with and process the stark realities he witnessed as a soldier. Some of those haunting experiences were later expressed through Paddington. For example, Bond had been moved by the sight of thousands of child evacuees who traveled with cardboard tags around their necks. Some of these children were Jewish refugees who had been sent across Europe to safety, and others were British children who were being sent away to the rural countryside after the Nazis began bombing British cities. These extreme measures were for the children's own good, but Bond couldn't help but notice how dehumanizing the process felt. He later wrote this discomfort into the opening chapter of A Bear Called Paddington. Mrs. Brown tells her husband, quote, "And for goodness’ sake, when you get a moment, take that label off his neck and makes him look like a parcel." It’s worth noting that Paddington is himself a refugee, an aspect of his character that’s only become more relevant in the years since his debut. Michael Bond spoke to this directly in 2008, in recognition of Paddington’s 50th anniversary. He said, quote There is this side of Paddington the Browns don't really understand at all, what it's like to be a refugee, not to be in your own country. Despite this distance, the Browns quickly learned, along with readers, that Paddington is an exceptionally well-mannered and prudent bear. He even keeps an emergency marmalade sandwich under his hat, just in case. Now, Peru isn't exactly known for its marmalade, But Paddington almost didn't come from Peru anyway. Originally, Bond wrote that Paddington hailed from darkest Africa. But then his agent pointed out that bears don't actually live in Africa. So he switched it to Peru. And if you're wondering what kind of bear that makes Paddington, geographically, there's only one answer. The Andean spectacled bear. The only one that's native to Peru. Real ones look a bit different from Paddington, but they are docile and omnivorous, which means they probably wouldn't turn down a marmalade sandwich, because after all, as the author informs us, bears love marmalade. Equally true is that readers love Paddington. His adventures have been translated into 40 different languages and have sold more than 35 million copies worldwide. There's also a Paddington film series that perfectly captures the earnest good nature and humor of the original books. Highly recommended. Paddington may be known for his old hat, duffel coat, and yes, his love of marmalade, but his real defining features are his sense of fairness and boundless optimism. These traits are reflections of the author's own values, and of the belief that the world could be a friendlier place if we all approached it with a little more patience and wonder. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. Special thanks to listener Erin Douglas for suggesting the topic of today's show. She actually shares a birthday with Paddington, so happy birthday, Erin. I hope it's filled with marmalade sandwiches, or at least a cake or two. And if anyone else has a historical topic they'd like to hear on the show, you can send your suggestions to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening.